Hi, it's Tony Bellamy. Welcome to Just Coolin' the Instagram show. One more time, back on the scene. Um, tonight's show, we're going to talk about the connections of free jazz uh, to fusion to hip hop. And I'm also going to feature uh, Mr. Henry Grimes, a bassist you might have not known of, but we're going to find out all about it. First, we're going to discuss about what free jazz is a.k.a. the avant-garde, often recognized by jazz critics at the time um, as noise. <laughs> they just said, man, you know, what is this? You know, but it was developed in the 1950s uh, uh, by Ornette Coleman, who played the alto sax. And the music was um, breaking the chord changes, uh, the patterns, <coughs> for free improvisation and um, uh, experiment with these constant changes. Now, to play this music, you had to be a master musician. And the biggest thing I got about free jazz was that it was just Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie, things they had already done. Um, they were the Alpha Omega. They were the architects of this modern music that would become this extension of uh, the so-called avant-garde or free jazz. But this music, it required listening uh, to the constant changes and it was quite spiritual, uh, as some musicians said, like Mr. Grimes. Um, but to the critics, it very much sounded like it wasn't structured. You know, just there was no connection. Um, and, but the music was very much structured. Um, the, the changes or the chords were constantly fluid. And you had to listen to know where those changes came about. As singer Betty Carter, the great Betty Carter once said, you know, you must listen to the changes. And the pioneer musicians of that time uh, were uh, Cecil Taylor, um, uh, Farrell Sanders, John Coltrane, uh, Sonny Rollins, Scott LaFarrow, Don Cherry. These were the pioneers who would extend uh, this music uh, from Bach uh, and later taken on to fusion by Tony Williams, Chick Corea, and Weather Report, and Miles himself, who jumped onto the elements uh, to this bandwagon of uh, the extensions of free jazz. But it was it was viewed as radical, you know. Um, even uh, Thelonious Monk's early music was not viewed as as music to many club owners. They they, they didn't like what Monk was doing, which leads us to basis and violinist, uh, composer, and recent NEA jazz master and author of the poetry book called Signs Along the Road, uh, which came out and was released in 2014. He wrote it while he was on his 35-year jazz furlough, and I, I say that sarcastically. <clears throat> Mr. Grimes was born in Philadelphia and went to the Juilliard School of Music here in New York City, of course, and became well-known as a young man who was, you know, hot on the scene <clears throat> in the 1950s. And he, he played along with um, Jerry Mulligan, Sonny Rollins, Thelonious Monk, and Anita O'Day. In the 1960s, he is part of the free jazz movement. He's, he's really <clears throat> in there with Cecil Taylor, Steve Lacey, and Albert Ehrler. Now, I'm just giving you <clears throat> some of those people um, that were involved with this movement. The point was, he was one of the hottest cats on the free jazz scene. You know, he's well known. I'm building this up now, this story. Okay. In 1965, he recorded The Call, which you're hearing right now, um, which was one of Grimes' greatest works. It was him on the bass, 
Perry Robinson on clarinet and drums was Tom Price. He wrote most of the music on there. So, you know, he's the hot cat on the scene. So in 1968, he ventures out to go to the West Coast, Los Angeles. And along the way, he damages his bass. And the gigs that were supposed to happen, they didn't happen. And suddenly, Henry's out there in Los Angeles. He's got a fend for himself. And he ends up on Skid Row for 35 years. Now, during this time, you know, in the jazz world, many musicians thought, you know, Henry was dead. You know, he was presumed dead. I mean, the one thing I got about this whole story as I tell it to you is that not one musician or anybody tried to find out what happened to Henry or look for him. Someone, hey, Henry, what's what's going on? And they didn't, unfortunately. And that was uh, for 35 years. So a social worker by the name of, uh, a jazz fan by the name of Marshall uh, Marot uh, looks for him. Here's the Henry is alive and well. So he decides to give him a call. That's what he did. He called him. Henry picks up the phone. Hello. This Henry arrives. Boom. That's the rest of the story right there. You know, and the rest is history. So he returns to New York City in 2013. And he starts playing again on different gigs. And he's recording and, and touring all over the world. And just to show you how much in demand he was <clears throat> in his career, he had 640 concerts in 30 countries. I'm going to say that one more time. 640 concerts in 30 countries. And he recorded over 90 albums, seven of them in which he was the leader. I, I would tell you to check him out. And also recently, just this past April of 2021, Mr. Grimes was it was inducted into the NEA uh, uh, Jazz Master. He was inducted as a Jazz Master. This music called the avant-garde, the free jazz <clears throat> that no one liked and was misunderstood and he gets inducted to. So what is the lesson here? When everyone else hates what you're doing, continue. be true to yourself. Do, keep doing it, man. Just continue. You know, Don't wait for somebody else I believe there was an artist, I forgot his name right now, uh, but he said, don't wait for somebody else to give you the light, okay, to do what you're doing, you know, do, just do it, <clears throat> as they say, and believe in it, as I believe what I'm doing right here, you know, blessings that just cooling is going to, is going to happen, and it will, you know, but the influence of, of free jazz was it extended into fusion, okay, which were the pioneers of that was Tony Williams, Chick Corea, um, um, Larry Coriel, Larry Young, John McLaughlin were the um, uh, uh, the guys that pioneered uh, the fusion. And along came the way was Miles Davis, who jumped on the bandwagon and decided, hey, you know, this is, this is some great music. This is the way to go. And all I'm saying, though, was that Charlie Parker was doing this in bebop. If you listen to Parker, you know, that's why Bird lives forever, you know. And, um, you know, they did fusion, and this is what they did. And, and, and between 67, I would say between 1967 and 1972 were the greatest changes of where fusion from avant-garde went to and, and what they interpreted, the, the, new, the new Turks, the new young lions at that time. And by the way, uh, Pharaoh Sanders has just released an album with the London Symphony Orchestra, believe it or not. 
He's just released it, and it's uh, called uh, Floating Points. Uh, so you can pick that up. I'm just telling you what's going on. And finally, we're gonna we're gonna end, uh, you know, sadly about some great rappers that have passed away. Uh, rappers DMX, salute to DMX, Darkman X, a rapper and a movie star. <clears throat> also, um, Black Rob, remembering uh, Black Rob for he was a great rapper himself. Um, uh, for that one, uh, two of them, I, I love, which was called Whoa. When you see something, and you might, you know, you sometimes you just gotta say Whoa. Okay, I, I didn't do it right, but <clears throat> anyway. One of his, also his lyrics was, I, I ran out of ammo, so I threw bottles. He was getting shot at in this particular uh, tune, uh, and he says, I ran out of ammo, so I threw bottles, which means he never stopped fighting. He just kept kept it going, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, he used to be saluted. And finally, we're going to end this here with uh, Shot G, otherwise known as Humpty Hump. Uh, who was also not only an amazing rapper, um, but was also an amazing producer uh, uh, for Tupac. I get around. He produced for Prince, Dr. Dre, and KRS-One. I'm going to say that right. Prince, Dr. Dre, KRS-One, and Tupac. Okay. And he was very astute on how various rappers flowed. For instance, he, he, he said that um, Tupac sounded like Martin Luther King. Uh, um, uh, uh, Malcolm X, you know, preaching as he as he as he was rapping in, in particular part where he would enunciate from his back of his throat, and he also said about Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls said he's he was rapping like a, a jazz musician. He just swang, you, you know. And I can't disagree with any of them. But the whole thing about all this is that if you listen, you will hear and feel the connections of, of all this great music from hip-hop to bebop to bebop to hip-hop. And uh, I'm going to end it uh, next with this particular tune. And it's called uh, T Plays It Cool. And uh, here it goes. For those of those, those who know that T Plays It Cool comes from the album Trouble Man by Marvin Gaye, a tune that Mr. Gaye played every instrument. Yes. He played every instrument, the drums, the mood. That was all Marvin Gaye. The only thing he didn't play was the sax. Now, to many of you, I just want you to listen to this. Some of you might know this, and especially in hip hop, this this is this is used many times by many cats, uh, uh, the beat masters, or sometimes called DJs or, or or arrangers of today's music. They use this uh, you know and, and Marvin Gaye was a you know you know from what's going on um, uh, uh, come get to this he laid out all his vocals all with Marvin Gaye and he made it sound like there was three or four guys behind him you know and that all came from Marvin Gaye's doo-wop doo-wop uh, background it was with once part of a group called Harvey Fuqua in in the moon glows, okay. You know, I'm just dropping some things for you to know, but um, that's going to be, be it. I enjoy what I do. I hope you do too. Tell tell a friend. Tell a friend. Um, I'm just coolin.com. Uh, Jay Coolin Podbean. You can see the podcast. We try to get it on other other platforms. Also, this Vimeo. You can see my show uh, where uh, uh, hip hop meets bebop, where we. 
pay tribute to past jazz grades. We go to famous places and spaces, and we play nothing but great music videos. Uh, and uh, that's that's what I do here on WJAZ, Just Coolin', where hip-hop meets bebop. I hope you enjoyed uh, what we did today. I know I did. It's 3.30 in the morning. Ah, son, this is what we do. Bye-bye.